Hello? Who is this? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Stay on the Line, a horror movie review podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Card, and created also by me, Tara Card. And every week I bring in a guest to discuss and talk about a spooky movie. Well, sometimes they're not spooky. I mean, I, we reviewed Ma. That That's not a scary movie. That's just a bad movie. And oh, this week, it. It, it's not, it's not good. Oh, um, my guest is like bullying me. She's they're trying to take over my podcast, just like Rachel. Let me talk. Let me talk. <laughs> well, hello, hi, hello, everyone. And welcome to the new podcast hosted by Rachel Slurs and Gilda Rabbit. This is... <laughs> I do need a... I, I feel like I do need to get a co-host eventually. Well... Gilda's like... Pay me money. <laughs> I don't have money, Gilda. I don't. I don't either. I was I was just telling my boyfriend how I want to get paid more. And they were like, why? You can pay your bills. And I was like, so I can pay other people to help me with my drag. I, you know what? The whole picks aren't just cutting it nowadays for me. So I, I gotta, I need a raise at work. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh. Yeah, I need I need more than a drink ticket. Anyways, our special guest this week is Gilda Wabbit. Hi, everyone. Hello. I'm so glad to be back, Tara. I love scary movies and I think you're all right. I concur. I am decent. I'm only good at sewing. I don't have a personality. That's... I want y'all to know that, that saying Tara's all right is a lie. Tara is great in my book because I actually saved her number in my phone. That's how you know I actually like her. Oh, I was like, wait, what number did I do that you saw? No, your phone number, bitch. <laughs> what number did I do? I was like, the cactus one? I don't think anyone recorded that one. No, sorry. Did, bitch, I did 100% pure love in this outfit, right? As a cactus? As a fellow Cactorian, um, I find it like honestly like a little disrespective that you would like say that about me. Wow. And as Drew Barrymore's um special assistant, I think that it's very like uncomfortable that you would like say that about me, Drew Barrymore's that's, assistant. Um, that's very funny, Tara. I really appreciate your jokes about being um Drew Barrymore's assistant, but I don't appreciate that. Are we are we doing Drew Barrymore accents? I'm not very good at Drew Barrymore, but um, this is me trying. And this what's is a, why I would go home on the Snatch Game. What's a good accent that you're good at? What's a good accent oh, that you're good at? Um, wow. Oh, my name is Mickey Mouse. Don't put your finger there, Goofy. Oh, put your finger there. Why would you say that about me, Gilda? Oh my God, you're really <laughs> good at Goofy. I'm, wow. I'm really good at impersonations. <laughs> Oh my God, you're so good. Okay, listen, you all, I'm terrible at impersonations. Tara just gave us two really good impersonations right there. I, yeah. Um, when, if you want to talk like Joan Rivers, you just pretend like you're really cold and then you start talking like that. So that's how she talks. <laughs> well, she doesn't talk at all. I'm fucking dead. So. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're really good at impersonations. Yeah. You know, maybe some show should have casted me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, plenty of shows should cast plenty of people. The only thing that's been casting me was when I was five years old and I broke my wrist. That's the and only cast got I got. Casted. Yeah. Yes. Broken arms and broken hearts. And broken holes. Hi, I'm I'm Dr. Phil here. I'm uh, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna beat you up. Give me two hundred dollars. Oh my god. Oh my god. I love <laughs> that, Dr. Phil. Have you heard that video before? No. He's like, I hate you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to punch you in the face. Give me $200. Oh my God. That's You're ugly. <laughs> now, Gilda, what have you been <laughs> Well, I've been watching Dr. Phil. No, um, I have been playing Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds on the 2DS or the 3DS. My, my boyfriend is playing Breath of the Wild on my Switch. So I'm playing an older Zelda on their ds oh see i have a switch too so we should play games sometime that's nice i don't have my switch right now because they're traveling (gasps) oh yeah and they have my switch um but that's fun i've been doing weird stuff with makeup if you follow me on instagram you'll know i've been talking about do i all of these custom makeup palettes that i'm making where i like take apart my like regular makeup palettes and put them in like these little organizational things because i'm trying to like reduce the the amount of stuff that i have and also try to be a little more sustainable so i'm um, only getting single eyeshadows and refills now no more palettes unless i'm oh, really with them you do you use did you say you use sugar pill maybe I, i'm just 
I have never tried listener. sugar pill. I've heard really good things, but I've never tried sugar pill. It's kind of expensive. That's why I haven't tried it. Same. I'm like a ColourPop, BH Cosmetics, Ace Boutte girl. Like, give me some drugstore prices. Ace Boussy. Ace Boussy. Boothy. Boothy. As they say in España, Boothy. Boothy. <laughs> oh, Boothy. Gracias. <laughs> Gracias. You know, I'm from Spain. You are? Yeah, my mom's um, a Spaniard. I'm oh fresh generation. God. Look at you. Wow, I am so cultured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um my mom is from Louisville, Kentucky, and my dad is from Louisville, Kentucky, and um their parents are from Louisville, Kentucky. You mix that Louisville with that Louisville get a white ass bitch. <laughs> it's true, it's very true. It's that's why I look the way that I do. I've been trying to find foundation in my winter color lately because um in the summer. I'm like olive skin tones from the t- summer. I'm tan, but in the winter, I'm like porcelain with like a green undertone. So I look mm. a little sickly all the time. It's been fun. Sickening, no? Right now I've been using the Maybelline Superstay or the Maybelline Fit Me Dewy and Smooth, depending on how I want to look that day. I think I used the same foundation. Because I'm broke. By the way, audience, if you would like to support me, you can Venmo me or cash at me at Gilda Wabbit, or you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Gilda Wabbit. Oh yeah, I use the Superstay one too. It's good. It's nice. I like it. I use 118. I have 118 as well. Oh my God, bitch, we're white. Color sisters. I just tried that for the first time. It's very like, it's full coverage, but it's very light feeling. Right. Yeah. It doesn't feel too cakey on my skin, which I really Mm -hmm. like. Like tubular. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally tubular. <laughs> oh. What else have you been up to? Any shows, any stuff like that? Um, well, we're, the bars are back open. So we're doing um, uh, COVID restricted drag, which means, you know, I know, right. Um, we're on a stage. So we're like elevated. And so we're like six feet away from people. But like, we can't get tipped by hand. They have to tip in little tip buckets because we can't touch each other. Even though the CDC says that it's not transmitted by touch. Because if we touch each other, we'll be like between like too close for six feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we're, but it's okay. I'm glad to be at work. A lot of us have jobs outside of the bar. And over the course of the pandemic, because of everyone's jobs outside of the bar, I'm the only person who hasn't gotten COVID-19 on cast. And it's because I don't work anywhere else but the bar, um, which makes me feel good. Like, I feel like the bar is doing a good job of keeping us safe. You know what I mean? Play at your own risk. You know what I mean? I'm getting vaccinated starting next week. So by the end of April, I should have a full vaccination run. And the CDC just released new guidelines about vaccinated people. So I'm hoping in the near future that I can start like traveling again and working in new spaces. Start um, despunking them bowls. Despunking the bowls. But I mean, that, that's of course, if you, if people are doing shows, you know, not every place is doing shows still. Mm-hmm. So we will see. We will never forget you. Okay, that's a that's an inside joke I have with my brother because there was a vine of there was like a tragic event that happened and there was this beatboxer that I use with quotation marks on Vine, and he was really bad. Like his beatboxing was like, oh no! And when the tragic event happened, he just went, "We will never forget you." That's fucking funny. Also, I love that. Th- hello. Welcome to a horror movie podcast where we're talking about um, our drag jobs, an inside joke involving a beatboxer, and that we wear the same foundation. I'll we probably have to ne- edit it. We will never forget you. We will never do the whole podcast. I like to catch up. I like to know how you are. No, it's a good time. I think it's I think it's fun. I, I was I was talking to my boyfriends the other day about podcasting, and they were like, yeah, I feel like every podcast like has like 20 minutes at the beginning where they're just not talking about anything. But like, as long as you're entertaining, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Yeah, bitch. Okay. And for my 20 listeners, we're we're semi-entertaining. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Semi-entertaining. Pe- period. Period. <laughs> and this week, I was suggested by you because we were like, what movie are we going to fucking watch? I don't know. But you suggested Crete, which yes. is a 2014 20- oh, 2014 movie yes the sequel is 2017 and there is a 2004 creep which is also a horror movie but it is a very different horror movie is it good i haven't watched it i just know that it's different because i've read the plot synopsis oh well this movie creep stars only two people yes their names are is it patrick is it patrick bryce patrick bryce and mark duplass and mark duplass patrick plays aaron who is like the the videographer in the movie, like the main star. And then Mark 
plays Joseph with an F because the subtitles told me that, who is the man that hired Aaron to film him. Right, because because Joseph it has cancer, a really pretty, pretty advanced cancer, and is trying to make a video for his son who's not yet born to leave behind for when he's dead. And that that's the conceit. Yeah. That's, That's our, our non-spoiler uh, review of the movie is that Joseph hires Aaron to do what you just said. Which it's like, like a, a very Craigslist ad. Yeah, it, it is very Craigslist ad. And I've actually, I had um, one of my boyfriend's friends was talking to us about Creep when we first watch it. And they said that they have done a lot of Craigslist work and that it really, really, really reminded them of a bunch of crazy Craigslist jobs they had. And like, obviously it didn't end the same way because it's a horror movie, but like, yeah. The guy was like, Craigslist jobs are really scary. So this movie is brilliant. Yeah. And I told you like this morning, I was like, cause I rewatched it again this morning. I was yeah. like, this shit is triggering to me. Like I've met people like this, this main character who, I mean, I guess we're going to go a little bit into spoilers, but um, are just yeah, like, if you don't explain want spoilers, a little bit. Yeah. Here. Yeah. If you haven't seen this seven-year-old movie yet. Um, I mean, it's not that popular, but still, it's a but pretty it's good amazing. movie. And they it's have really a good. sequel that's pretty good. Um, yeah. The sequel's crazy. Yeah. I won't talk about that one, but we'll talk about it after the podcast. But that, the sequel is crazy and they're making it's a so third good. one. So yeah, these, these are for, for those of you who haven't ever seen it. I really recommend you pausing the, the podcast now and going to watch Creep or, and Creep 2 together. I think as somebody who really loves horror movies, these movies are really scary like are, are and very scary yeah and, and 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 like it's not traditional horror movie I don't really think but I, I find them very frightening and I really like that about them yes I concur I, concur. I agree okay 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 no I can roll my r's oh I am a Spaniard <laughs> when I eat pussy I go work bitch I let it echo in there I love <laughs> what metallic hallway are you eating out? This movie makes me very uncomfortable because I met characters in real life, kind of like the character that is Joseph, yeah. like people who like I've chatted with people on dating apps who talk like this that make me very uncomfortable. So the entire movie, I was just thinking like, oh, my God, this like this is too realistic. Like this is way too realistic. It really is. And like, like, so, so Aaron goes to Joseph's cabin up in the mountains. Quotations. In quotations, Joseph's cabin and meets Joseph. And Joseph is this really uncomfortable man who is trying to make this very vulnerable, literally at points naked video for his son. And, and, and you're already just like on edge, like, like nothing bad has happened and you're on edge from the jump because he's just so good at like like even through the cameras like looking into your soul and like you can tell that something is fucked up yeah yeah one of the first things that joseph says to aaron because aaron when he gets up to the door no one's answering so aaron goes back to his car and joseph just jump scares him it's a cheap jump scare and this happens a lot in the movie which is kind of annoying but they're yeah. like i guess we gotta have some horror element of just this guy screaming there's only two people in this movie and one of the first things that Joseph said to him was, you have a really nice, like a nice kind face and then hugs him. Yeah. So like that's, people don't talk like that when they first meet them. Like maybe if I like said to Gilda, like you have a pretty like nice kind face. Gilda wouldn't be like, that's not so weird because I know who you are. Yeah, we're friends. Okay. I'm also related to this. I'm watching, a, I've been watching documentaries on the cult Nexium out of Albany. And the, the, the leader of that cult reminds me a lot of Joseph. He's, he's very about being intimate and vulnerable people really fast, like far too fast before you know them. And he's like that weird kind of friendly where he hugs you for too long and kisses you on the lips and like, and it's just, it's a very, it almost feels like manipulative to like be I was that. gonna say, yeah, it, it is manipulative because you're you're coming off like you're vulnerable and giving all these vulner vulnerable things about you, but they're all lies. They're all lies. Yeah. And it's so, and, and like, it's, it's frustrating because like as somebody who has uh, been friends with and worked with narcissists in the past, you know, like I know that feeling. Like I've had the wool pulled over my eyes because someone has given me the whole, oh, you're my best friend. Oh, I'm working so hard to make myself better. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And you like want to believe these people and be like, they're nice people. And sometimes they're just fucking not. And Joseph is not nice. Yeah. No, I wouldn't recommend him. 
to right. uh, to humans, other humans, maybe even some animals. No, especially not animals. No wolves. Not recommended. <laughs> no, no dogs. Wolves. No dogs. We're gonna get a little bit like we're kind of at that part. So after they do a little introduction, they go up to the cabin. He pays upfront cash because it's a thousand dollars to just yeah. record Joseph for eight hours in a day, and he gives him the cash upfront and. First red flag. Well, I mean, there are many. Big major red flag is after he hands him the money to Aaron, he says, this is no longer a business transaction. Right. That is a red flag. I ain't your friend. Right. No. And that's like, that's like the gross part about it the whole time is he's like trying to become like, it's, it's, it's like he's paid. He's made this transaction that, that makes Aaron feel like he needs to be there. And like makes Aaron undermine his own agency every time he wants to leave, which, which we're about. So, so, so Aaron and them have met paid. They've got the money. We're about to come up to this situation where Aaron should have <laughs> left right away. Yes. So he's, he's talking to Aaron like, oh, I have, um, like you were saying, he's got pretty severe cancer. He like fought off cancer before, but now he's possibly going to die in a few months. So he's getting all this footage I use with quotations for his son quotations uh, who he's never going to meet because he's going to die. So Joseph's like, all Hallmark right, we're story. ready. Cut print. Yeah, yeah, leave it there. Right. <laughs> Joseph immediately is like, all right, let's go take a bath. It's tubby time. Right away. Tub- also, tubby time is so uncomfortable. It makes me so uncomfortable. Tubby time. Every, t- every time I got in the shower for like a week after Ooh. I saw this movie, I'd be like, it's tubby time because it was. It makes me feel ugh, prickly on the inside. It makes me feel like, I don't know, like a, like a creep ah. no. it, it makes me like feel like a creep would say that to like a kid or something right hey radiohead there it is radiohead what the hell am i doing here i think so i hope so i sing it i should know who it's by um who is it by uh will i am tubby time is commencing so joseph is just stripping naked in front of aaron and aaron's aaron. like uh oh okay and doesn't he invite aaron into the bath I think that's a joke. He's like, well, well I'll just, I'll just go in. I don't mean you. So, but I feel like he really was like, right. I feel like, I feel like from, from this moment, you get the sense that like, he keeps saying it's a joke, but you get the sense that he's really just trying to like push Aaron over the edge. He even says to Aaron, we are going to get a lot deeper than this. Yeah. I'm so uncomfortable already. I would give a thousand dollars back right now. We're 10 minutes into this film. I would have been like, oh shit. I left something in my car. Let me go grab it. You stay up here while he's naked. Right. And go. Go. Take the money and leave. Run, honey. But also, it's not a good thing because kind of a little bit in the probably 40 minutes in, Joseph knows where Aaron lives. No, it's so I also wrote down, I'm cringing. And I I scribbled that because I thought that was important. (laughs) LOL. I'm cringing. But that's that's like like the movie could be called Cringe. Like, it's so uncomfortable. Mark Dubois <laughs> is so brilliant in it. The whole time, my asshole was just clinched. It could also be called clinched. <laughs> Joseph is enacting, giving, he's like, oh, I used to have tubby time with my dad. It's like a thing we always used to do, which I was like, uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable. I never did that with my dad. Right, my dad would bathe me, like my dad would bathe me, but he wouldn't like be in the tub with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's enacting having tubby time with an invisible child to Joseph because he's doing this for his son, quotation marks. Shortly after he looks at Joseph and he's just laying with this rag on his face. He's like, I'm going to die in two to three months. Maybe I should just kill myself now. And then submerges into the water where you can actually, you can see his nose like sticking out. Like, and and he's like scaring Aaron. Aaron's like, Oh my God, Joseph. And then it's a, a cheap jump scare. It's so, and it's, and, and I, I like, okay, I think it's interesting that you're calling them cheap jump scares because I don't think they're a cheap jump scare because they're, they make sense for the character. Like they're like earned in like his performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's certainly not, like, it, it's, it's not like, like all the jump scares like come from that place of Joseph being a really uncomfortable person. And like, they really got me every time because I was just so invested. I mean, they got me. It's just, I hated them. And I think I I just call them cheap because after watching so many movies, it's just so I'm just screaming into the camera. And I've watched this movie about three or four times. So Right, yeah. I've only seen it once, but it was amazing. Oh my God. I I think the first time I saw this was with my ex. He wanted to do like sexy times during the movie. I'm like, I cannot get hard looking at this movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
That's really funny you say that because so my 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 boyfriend and I when we first met we would like watch scary movies together and we would often just like not watch them because we would end up having sex. But then when we we did like a horror movie re- thirty one days of horror movie reviews for Instagram mm-hmm. and we like we like actually started paying attention to the scary movies and then we like couldn't there was no way like yeah. not even after the movie was over we we're like we're done we we're scared we gotta go yeah. to bed just hold me. I have done a lot of hookups where like oh let's put on Friday the thirteenth and then. Right, something that's not that not not that compelling. Yeah. Now he's out of the bathtub. So Joseph's out of the, ba- the bathtub. Aaron and him are gonna go on this hike somewhere. Again, another red flag. Going into the woods with this crazy person, and you don't I- know where you are. Like I, I've done a lot of outdoor stuff because of my boyfriends, and like the amount of like he's not prepared. They don't know where they're going. Like he's never been. It's so scary. It's yeah. so frightening. And at I least know, it's not going to be like Blair Witch. Like you can at least follow the star and it will get you somewhere. Right. And I know he's like, he's like sort of on Joseph's side because Joseph supposedly has a brain tumor, but, and, but like, and like Joseph behavior is strange. And maybe you might think to yourself, well, he's got a brain tumor. So his head's a little fucked right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I just, I just hope, I hope if I was in this situation, I would have drawn a boundary. Already. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not. So, oh, this is when he tells Aaron to go downstairs for a jacket in the closet. Of course, there's something in there. It's peach fuzz. It's uh, this wolf mask that Joseph owns. And he's like, oh, this is like a thing that me and my dad and my family, we would have. It's just peach fuzz. Like, it's like a fun little character. And I was just like, I am uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable thinking about it. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And and peach fuzz is, uh, you'll see later in the movie, peach fuzz becomes a recurring thing for Joseph. And like it's every time it's it's more and more frightening because the ma- the mask is really scary. Like I think the mask is really scary. It reminds me of American Werewolf in London, like that sort of style of werewolf. Horrifying. He also was like, I got this at the 99 cent store, like later in the movie. I was like, 99 cents for that? No, it would have like one track in it if it was. Right. <laughs> Bitch, that thing was full. Bitch, you could wear that thing on Dracula. Okay. Yeah. He does this little wolf dance because he's like, it's a friendly wolf. And then oh. they leave. First of all, another red flag. He's having Joseph drive. No, we're taking my car. Right, right, right. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. And th- they're going to this stream or this river where there's this heart, heart-shaped rock, right? Yes. Yeah, I think, I think it's a heart-shaped pool. And it's supposed to he uh, apparently heal you. Joseph wants to go there just because like it's sort of like his last chance. And I don't even think he, he makes it sound like he believes it's going to heal him. But he's like, let's just go. Let's go to this thing that not everyone can find that's supposed to be amazing and a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. And Joseph is just sprinting into the forest. Aaron's like, oh, where are we? Where are we going? Right. And Aaron like loses him a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at one point when he, uh, when Joseph sprints off ahead, Aaron's like walking by himself. And then Joseph comes out to scare him and says, wow, did you, for a second there, it looked like you were going to kill me. Did you think I was going to kill you or anything like that? Uh, Tara, have you ever wanted to kill me? Murder that pussy. Oh, 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 we're feeling spicy tonight. Normal humans don't talk like this. That that is red flag number seven. I don't know. And, you know, clearly of red flags, baby. Yeah. Okay. Of red flags. And Aaron's pretty pissed off. And, oh, he says something weird. He says, um, it's incredible how it feels to die. Like Joseph says said something weird like that. Like there's an animal in you. That to me speaks almost like the peach fuzz thing as well. Like I remember when that first happened and I was like, I was like, this makes me so uncomfortable because he just revealed this like wolf character thing he has. And then he's talking about how, how the animal in you wants you to be violent. And like, that's yes. too too uncanny. It's too uncanny. It's very upsetting. What's even more upsetting is right after that, he's saying like, oh, I need to make peace uh, with myself. Do you have anyone you need to make peace with? Aaron says an ex. And Joseph says, oh, an axe? An axe? An axe? Like the one at the cabin? And then Aaron's like, no. And he's like, I bet you thought I was going to kill you with that axe, right? Oh, because we didn't mention that. So at the very beginning, when Aaron's walking up to the cabin, Joseph is not there. And there's an axe in the front yard. And, And Aaron seems uncomfortable with it and then yeah now joseph brings it up here and is like did you think i was going to kill you with it and aaron has to like play it off but like joseph is like fucking with this guy so clearly at this point get out of- and he didn't even drive there so like where could he go he doesn't know where he is can you imagine if, I brought, 
can you imagine if I brought a knife to work and was like, do y'all think I'm going to kill you with this knife? I would be fired so fast. <laughs> so fast. First of all, they walk past like a sewage thing. That's like, they're like, this stream or river is actually like shit water. Yeah, gross, disgusting. Aaron's like, do you actually know where we're going? And Joseph is like, no, I don't know where we are right now, but we just got to live in the moment. Right, and like keeps running off. And like, like now Aaron knows like, oh, uh, this man is crazy. We, this, this little heart, pool might not even exist like we're just in the fucking woods even if you don't think he's gonna hurt you you i would at this point would be like i need to go because this man is gonna get me lost and i'm gonna get myself hurt in the fucking woods i was gonna say i would have dropped him my friends because i've done this before it wasn't like if i'm around someone uncomfortable like with a hookup i dropped right. my like share my identification with my friend right absolutely i'm like if anything happens this is where i was right like please just know where i was but aaron might not even have signal at this point aaron probably doesn't know how to get back to the cabinet at this point like he's already in deep shit it's so upsetting joseph he meets up to this ledge and he's like aaron come take a look look down there get closer and i was like now aaron you're standing next to this man next to a cliff right that don't do that aaron he, he meets a lot of chances where he could have died, but he does look down and you actually do see this like heart shape into this rock. It's real. It exists. It's a false sense of security where Aaron's like, oh, maybe he actually is telling the truth and he's just weird like that. Right. And they, and they have like a nice time in the pool filming it. It seems lovely. And, and like, that's the game. That's like the game of cat and mouse where Joseph will like push and push and push until you're almost, until you're almost ready to snap. And then like something nice will happen for a second. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, okay, I'm safe. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. that's like, like straight up, that is like real abuse tactics. You know what yes. I mean? And, and he's like, he's filming Aaron like in the water. He's filming himself with the water. And if Aaron thought, hey, does it make sense for this, this dad to be recording himself with me, playing with him in the water? And then right on a rock while I record him, Jay plus a with a heart around it right yeah and it's and it starts to feel like a creepy like dating thing you know what i mean right now we're like we're like now as i'm watching it in my head i'm like okay so like joseph is like gay and like needs friends you that's know what I how mean? i felt i was like this is very homoerotic right and like i i've met and I'm, i i know that these men exist in the straight community as well i just don't interface with them like i've met gay men or, or queer people Ew. Um, no. oh no just yo. the gay people queer people yo, not, the gay. Gay. not gay not gay though gay. I hate um them. but but i've met like gay people who are like really uncomfortable and really want to make friends but like don't know how you know and, and i don't and like there's just like just say my name <laughs> tara i'm i'm friends with her and it's it's really like a three strike system and she's on her second strike already so what were the first two the first two strikes were um looking like that and sounding like that uh... i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> but you know what i mean like like there are people like this and so like i i'm i really empathize with aaron because like i don't want to hold that against people if like they're not good at socializing you know what i mean and so like there are all these like like you've got a lot of red flags but you've also got like well, he gave me a thousand dollars. Well, he's got a brain tumor. Well, he's clearly lonely and like trying to like make a connection, you know? And like, that's, it's so tough. Cause like, it's, it's, it's a movie that's really good at like putting me in Aaron's shoes and making me realize how he got himself in the situation. But also if he needs a better connection, well, he can get connected for free, free with education connection, get connected for <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I briefly thought you were going to go into, um, well, if he really wants a connection, he can actually get connected for free with our sponsor today. Yes, by using code Tara at uh, grinder.com, uh, you can get $5 off your first month of Grinder Extra. I only have one sponsor. That's so bold of you to say that. So. Yeah. Well, listen, baby, we're putting it into the universe. Can you, okay? We're putting it into the universe, manifesting it. Maybe Please. it'll be sponsored by Hole. Have you heard of a Hole? I have one. Oh, LOL. Hole is a new hookup app that's like, Literally, their ad is like, this is not a dating app because dating is boring. It's like just for like anonymous sex. And like, I've thought briefly about starting a YouTube series where I review gay apps. So I could like, oh. download this for a reason and like review it. Well, you know, there's this one person on uh, who does Drag Race, like very drama channel. And I think they did one where they reviewed Drag Race uh, OnlyFans. Oh, accounts. oh, I know them. Yes, I've, I, I've, I've seen those videos show up in my, my YouTube algorithm recommendation because I like drag queens. Like, ah. I love that. Anyways, love you it. know what else I love? 
the movie um, Creep. Oh, the, you know what else movie... I love? I love Squarespace. <laughs> uh, but they after that, after they have their little like rock love scene, they go to a restaurant and Joseph's like, yeah, they have the best pancakes in the world. And it cuts to them like, He's reading the menu and he's like, what's your favorite thing here? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Right, right. Catching him in lies all the time. It's probably like four hours of them hanging out. They have a very uncomfortable talk. So Joseph takes the camera and asks Aaron to tell him like the most humiliated he's ever been. Or think, what was it? I think was it, it is that? humiliated. Yeah. And then he tells him this whole like Aaron used to like pee himself like all the time. Like even like when he was like not an adult, but like into his like, like probably till 11 or 10. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really gross. And then and, and Joseph is like, wow, thanks for sharing that. Can I share something with you? <laughs> yeah. That's really uncomfortable and really vulnerable. He goes, you see this on my phone? It's pictures I took of you going up to the cabin and I didn't want to tell you because I was just taking pictures of you. Like before he met him, he was like taking pictures of him. Right, no consent, no conversation. Also, uh, don't take pictures of strangers and put them on the internet. I know drag queens love to do that with hot boys. Don't do it. It's not Someone creepy. did that with you. It's creepy. Yeah. You're the okay. future liberals want. I have complicated feelings about that because I got semi-famous from it and I think Booba Berry is a nice man, the photographer. But yeah, oh, really? Don't, yeah, he's lovely. But don't don't take pictures of people who are strangers. I'm not telling this about Booba Berry. Just like in general, it's creepy when you like take pictures of men and you're like, look at this hot man from the subway. It's creepy. No, the thing is that a lot of gay guys do that with guys like in the gym, like working yeah. out, like in all these positions. I'm like, if you saw a dude doing that to a girl, you would be like, that's not cool. So right. why aren't y'all like keeping up? You know, it's, it's kind of strange. Not just straight men are creeps. And that's why I thought Joseph might be gay because there are gay men who are creeps. And you know what? That's why they need a bird in hell. So Joseph and <laughs> and Aaron, they okay, go- <laughs> fire and brimstone. Okay. They, they go back to the cabin and it's like nighttime and it's Joseph going up the stairs first and Aaron's following him, but you also get the movie poster of Joseph at the top of the stairs. Aaron's like, well, that was great. I'm ready to go home now. And Joseph is like, no, don't, don't, don't you want to drink? Don't yeah, you want just one drink? Yeah. Let's, let's drink some whiskey together. Right. And Aaron's like, I drove here. It's far away. And Joseph's like, just one, just one drink. Like he's just like stringing Aaron along and also making Aaron feel guilty for it. Like you can hear it in his voice that he's like, you don't want just like one drink with me, your best friend. I said, this is very big murder vibes. Big murder vibes. So Joseph eventually does convince Aaron to go get this drink with him. He gets this drink. Joseph scares him again. Joseph asked him why he came. Is it money problems? Well, I put a check in your boot. Go check. And then Aaron checks his like boot. He's like, I didn't put a check in there, but you look. So it means that you need money. So let me give you money. Right. Right. Like, like every, every turn, it's like, it's like little like things to get his hooks into Aaron. And it's so uncomfortable. Actually, like right after that, he says like, he says something like, okay. And they get their their shot yeah they, they have a shot after that this is their their first like a uh, drink of whiskey and joseph they're like oh let's cheers they cheers and joseph doesn't drink anything right which is very uncomfortable yeah and he also calls uh aaron his friend a lot that's also uncomfortable because they've only known each other for five hours six eight eight hours maybe joseph confesses that he lied about peach fuzz <gasps> this is where it gets okay this this takes everything up a notch like this is like this is like when it gets the scariest yes and he's yeah. like Aaron I need you to turn the camera off so I can tell you about this so and Aaron does Aaron of does, course yeah, he puts Aaron, the camera down yes okay Gilda real quick we are going to take an ad break and when we come back we're going to be talking more about how uncomfortable men make us <laughs> see you soon <laughs> Bye bye Thank you all so much for listening to that lovely break. We really appreciate it. And now we're back with more horrifying tales of Joseph and Aaron from the 2014 film, Creep. And in regards to this movie, have you ever had an experience similar to this? Not, well, you, I mean, you're standing in, or you're sitting in front of me, you're not dead, but like similar to like, it doesn't have to be Craigslist, but you like met up with the guy and you were like, this oh, is yes. insane. So in when I lived in New York, 
in, I lived in Astoria, Queens, and I was told of a man called the Astoria Stalker who used grinder to stalk people. And so I was trying to be pretty safe most of the time. And something that I had was that I would, I would tell people the, the apartment I lived in, but not the apartment number, just the building. Cause I had like a, like a little camera I could like see when someone was outside. Right. And there was a gate. So I felt pretty safe. But um, one night I gave uh, this guy my address and he buzzed up to me and I saw that there was no one on the camera. So I walked downstairs and opened my door and then went out to the gate and opened the gate and there was no one there even though he had said he was there and buzzed. And so I got kind of nervous and I was like, well, this is bad. And so I blocked the guy on, I like, I like shut the gate again and blocked the guy on grinder. And then that night, four different men came to my apartment because this guy was giving out my address to people. And one of the people made it to my door because someone had opened the gate for him when they were coming in or something. And it was really scary. It was not a good time. Oh my God. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And, and like that, and like that, like that was really common, but much actually, you know how we, I said earlier that like, I feel like the cops would have helped Aaron. We, I was, I, t- I told some friends about it and they, and they had gone to the cops about this guy over and over and over again, but because none of us had any information about him, they couldn't actually help us. Yeah. Which was really scary. Very scary indeed. Oh my yeah, God. What about you? Have you ever had an experience like this? I mean, I've had situations where, I mean, some of it I probably brought blocked from my memory, but I, one that does stand out is when I was 17 and on Grinder, which if you're underage guys, don't be on the apps. It's just not safe. This yeah. one guy, it was like a way older guy, like looked totally different in his pictures. I don't know why I even met up with him. Maybe because I was just a horny fucking little twink. Yeah. And he like picked me up with this other guy, which I was like, who is this? Both of them are like way older, like probably 50 or 60. And they take me to their house for, and stuff does go on. I'm clearly not into it, but I'm also like, I'm too scared to be like, I need to leave. Cause I just moved to the States at one point. Like they're like driving around, like they go to this hotel to like get money. And they're like, oh, well we can use him to get us some money. Like gesturing to me. Right. Like basically to use me to get some money, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. So his friend was like, dude, no, like, don't do that. They eventually do drop me off. But that was like one instance where I was just like, oh my God, like that really kind of went south, like very quickly. That's so gross. I hate that. Me too. Hashtag kill all men. (laughs) Hashtag violence. Yes. Wake up and choose violence. I do. So, so Aaron puts the camera down so we can like hear it. And Joseph tells the story about how Peach Fuzz was not a costume that his father used to wear. It's not a friendly character. Peach Fuzz was this mask that he, he said him and his wife were at a cabin at this cabin, I think. And he snuck in the window with the mask on. And now everyone who's listening, this is really explicit trigger warning, sexual assault. Uh, If you don't want to listen, don't listen. Skip ahead like 30 seconds or whatever. But um, he, he crawls in the window and rapes his wife with Peach Fuzz's mask on. And then he goes on to say that his wife really liked it. Well, and some context is his internet was really slow in his house. So he checked his browser history because someone told him to check his browser history on why it's being slow. And he, there was a lot of animal porn up there. Right, and right. He, he's like, yes. Angela, his wife, quotation marks, Angela, have you been watching this stuff? And she denies it. And then that's when he he's like, oh, well, I'm going to be gone for a bit. So you stay here. But really, he he's not like going out on work. He gets that mask, like you're saying, and then breaks into the house, ties her up, which is when she wakes up. Right. Because she's asleep at the time and then rapes her. And then she's like, he, the next day he's like, how, how was everything? And she acted like everything was OK. And so he decides that like. And, and I think he goes on to say that like he like has sex with her occasionally in the mask now to like keep the fantasy going because she liked it so much. But like it's very, very uncomfortable. And like you already know the man has like control issues and like issues with other people's boundaries. So, like I don't believe the my wife enjoyed it and everything was fine story one fucking bit in this moment. It's so gross. Do we and, think like, that this actually happened though? Because spoiler alert, Angela is actually his sister. Right. I don't, I don't think this happened at all. I think, I think this is, I think this story, like, like in the moment I believed it. And I was like, that's fucked up. Like he raped his wife and I feel bad for her. But like now, like when, when we find out later and not even much later from, from this point in the, in the movie, we find out that Angela is not his wife. I don't think this happened at all. I think, I think he bought this dumb 
peach fuzz mask for for maybe just this to fuck with Aaron and or fuck with up, his you know people he knows right and he made up this like horrifying story and like he wanted to like keep Aaron like realizing like oh I've lied to you before but like I'm being more vulnerable now I'm revealing the secret to you isn't that crazy you know what I mean like it's 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 like this combination of I'm trusting you and I am being real with you and also like the things I'm revealing are horrifying but like you're gonna feel guilty because I'm revealing them to you because I'm telling you I trust you does that make sense yeah 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 it's a ploy to basically get you vulnerable and that you won't leave because now at this point you think this man is crazy right absolutely which you know aaron is like all right let's do the closing of this video so <laughs> joseph is like oh uh buddy uh it's it's gonna be great to you know that you're gonna be in this world uh i love you so much and like aaron like cuts him off short like great good that was awesome let's let's uh let's fucking go dude he's like rushing like aaron's rushing Joseph, because Aaron wants to leave himself. And then right. Aaron's like, where's my keys at? Where are my keys, Joseph? Are you going to tell me where my keys are? And Joseph says something like, well, you've been drinking a lot. You had yeah, you, alcohol. You shouldn't leave. And he, this isn't funny in this context, but it's like crazy that he said this. Joseph goes, did I freak you out with my rape story? Uh, yeah, dude, you did. It's horrifying. So, but, uh, but also at this point, this is great. So at this point, Aaron sort of like clicks in his head and he's like, okay, Joseph, I'll stay. Why don't we have one more drink? So like Aaron realizes he's just not fucking getting away. And so he like decides finally to like really play along with Joseph. And I think at this point, Aaron goes to pour the shots. Pouring the shots while Joseph is like at the table with the camera. Right. And he crushes up something in it. I, think, I, I, think I believe it was Benadryl or something like right, that. Right. Like an allergy medicine, like a bunch of Benadryl and Joseph's shot. And then they drink it together. So Joseph passes the fuck out. Allegedly. I don't know if he really was asleep. That's a really good point. Cause like Joseph has been fucking with Aaron this whole movie. Is Joseph really passed out? Because he's like touching himself and he's like talking visibly out loud. Like, Oh, oh no, Peach was mm, like putting his hand in his pants, which I was like, ew. Yeah, gross. Um, and then he's like, Aaron, didn't that, before he's like passed out, he's like, Aaron, didn't that taste weird? I don't know. And it's like, it's cut to him like laying down. And he's like, Aaron, Aaron, why'd you do this to me? Aaron, oh, oh, like goes to asleep. I really do not think he was asleep. Right. At all. And the, the whole movie, you never know what's true the entire time. You don't know what's true and what's not. And it's really, it really is unsettling to the audience. I just wrote Aaron leave. Leave, leave. That's Aaron what I was, leave. I was like crushing my boyfriend's hand at this point because I was so uncomfortable. And so Aaron's trying to search his keys. Um, he's searching Joseph like on to his phone for his keys. keys. And then Joseph's phone starts to ring. So he answers it in the other room. It turns out it's Angela. And he's like, and he's oh, like, oh my God. Angela, like, hey, you're, you're, you're Joseph's uh, wife. Uh, your, your husband hired me to record him for your, for your kid. And Angela's like, what are you talking about? And then before she even really learns more, she says, you need to get out of there. My brother is really messed up. You need to leave. You're in and danger. He's like, brother? Yeah. Just, uh, well, she doesn't even know his name. She's like, what is your address? Give me your, give me your address. And I want you to just exit the, the house. And I want you to just keep walking. I want you to keep walking until you see me. Right. And he doesn't um, do it. Because at that point, I would have been like, this is where he led me to. Please come pick me up. I'm going to go. Yeah. But his phone does like, because plot reasons his phone does like get disconnected and you know yeah, and this why, is, for why yeah i think just for plot reasons like his phone gets disconnected i think i think i thought she hung up for some reason when i watched it no she's like aaron you need get out like and it just like Goes gets away. disconnected yeah now a, a fun thing about this movie this movie was i i believe it was like almost all of it was improv yes yeah, they, had, they, they had like a like a sort of like a scaffolding they have like an idea of like some beats they wanted to hit but yeah. between Mark Duplass and Aaron and uh, Patrick Bryce it was heavily improvised yeah 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 so I think that the idea that they improvised like oh that's actually my brother not my husband I think I was like wow if you think about it like at an improvised level that's like pretty like a good like plot twist I think so yeah yeah, it's really brilliant. It's brilliant work. So then Aaron leaves the bathroom and Joseph is no longer lying on the fireplace, right? Yeah, he's not there anymore. And I At just all. wrote down, grab a knife, Aaron, grab a knife. 
I, and, and I, run. he doesn't he doesn't he's just like with the camera still in his hands like right. looking around he's, he's not even like it's not even like aaron's leaving he's just like searching for joseph still and i'm like this man is crazy just get out of there and instead of going out of because it's like a two-story kind of thing it's just like stairs that go up he goes out onto the the like porch that's like in the same room they're like upstairs Right. And Joseph scares him while he's up there. And he starts to cry to Aaron. He's like, I don't want to die, blah, blah, blah. Aaron, you know, he had a good idea with playing it cool earlier. He decides to tell Joseph that, oh, I know. I know what's going on right now. I talked to Angela. Why would you say that? Right. Why would you say that? That's when Joseph just sprints off. Like he's Sprint. very upset. He like looks at Aaron for a second, no words, and then just runs away. And at this point, I'm like fucking terrified because I'm, I'm I'm like, Aaron, what the fuck is he going to get? Like, and Aaron isn't moving fast either. Yeah, I said, grab a knife, Aaron. I think maybe he just has bad like perception skills or anything. He doesn't like see that. the knives in the kitchen. <laughs> he doesn't see a man maybe standing behind him with an axe. I don't know. Right. Horrible. <laughs> Spoilers. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, foreshadowing. Uh, axe. Did you say axe or axe? <laughs> Aaron goes downstairs to where the, the front door is and Joseph's standing in front of it with his wolf mask on. Yeah, Peach Buzz is back. And then like, this is really tense. And like, I was really scared of, and I, and I briefly thought that this was the end of the movie. I was like, this must be the end of the movie. Yeah, I was like, is Joseph, this movie 30 minutes long? Like, right, Jesus. Because Joseph is going to kill Aaron right here. And they have a scuffle that we don't really see because the camera drops. Yeah, it like freezes. Yeah. It actually like freezes to Aaron. It's like him the next day. Like, yep. And that happened because you you see the next shot is, oh, I, I got it mixed up, but the next shot is Joseph carrying trash bags of something, like two big trash bags in the woods. And then he just starts digging something. So you're like, oh right. my God, Aaron's dead. But it turns right. out Joseph sent that video to Aaron at his home. Just as a threat or something. I, I remember being so mad, so mad because I was so, okay. I, I'm not saying this is, this is a bad thing. I think this is great horror movie tropes, but I was so mad that this was continuing because I was so exhausted from being scared already at this point. Yes. And Aaron gives us our, our, like, uh, our background. He's like, yeah, we got in a scuffle. I left or Joseph ran away. I got my car towed. I thought everything was fine until I got this CD in the mail of Joseph just doing this. So he knows where he lives now. He knows where Aaron lives now. Right. Which is horrifying to think about. And he also says, I'm having trouble interpreting this. Aaron. It's very, it's very clear. Like, like Aaron, at this, at the, when Aaron said that, I was like, you're a dumb fucking bitch. Because the man is literally digging a hole in the ground and going to stuff trash bags filled with something in it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not even subtle. That's not even subtle, sis. Yeah, it's very obvious that he's like, this could be you. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I think, oh, even um, to go back a little bit, when Joseph was outside, he says to, what's his name? He says to Aaron. Aaron. He says, death is coming. Yeah. So like, 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 it's the, Aaron's like willful ignorance about this man because it's what? frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating. Like, because what? He gave you $1,000 because you feel bad for him because you think he has a brain tumor? Like, why? Oh, and it was revealed to his to his sister that he's not, he doesn't have cancer or anything. Right. Like, we know this man is fucked. But Aaron just has to keep it going. So, and, and Aaron, like, sort of, like, takes an interest now in, like, Joseph having sent him that DVD. Yeah. Well, and it's even affecting his dreams. So... He's having these weird dreams at night of like him wearing a, a, a baby wolf mask and Joseph is there, but he doesn't feel bad because Joseph has a mask too. I'm like, what is this homoerotic? Right, bullshit. Joseph sends him another. Oh, I, I said, I would not sleep there anymore. No, I would This be man knows where I live. I would right. not be in the same city. I'd be like, um, I gotta go somewhere, yeah. but I'm yeah. not gonna be here horrifying joseph sends him uh more packages he sends him in this package a knife and a cd and in the message he's like oh aaron i didn't mean to send you that i know it was like <laughs> a little bit crazy oh but i'm just so random like that like i'm just so random aaron um but if you could use that knife and pause this video there's a prize like thing in there that's some uh it, it, it there's something in the box for you there's just 
I saw that that murder in your eyes and wolves murder the things that they love. And I was like, red flag again. Joseph is the wolf. Joseph says he loves you. Like, come on, Aaron, come on. And there's a wolf, like a stuffed animal wolf in the box and he tears it open and there's a, a, a locket in there a necklace locket and it's a heart shape with Joseph and Aaron. What's his name Aaron in there. You keep forgetting his name is Aaron. Aaron, yeah. Oops, sorry. He, he is a really forgettable milk toast white man, which I think yeah. is the point like he, they're trying to make convince us that all of us can be this man and you know in Hollywood the every man is always white and boring. Yeah. And this man is stupid. Also on the locket it says J plus A forever. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Well, he didn't have that reaction when he first saw Joseph doing it on some rocks. I know. I know. This uh, now that we're going over it, I'm like more frustrated with Aaron than I was when I was watching the movie because I'm like <laughs> recounting how stupid he is. And this is when Aaron says, "Time to call the cops." The, the cops are useless. Right. I also I don't know how useless the cops would be in this actual situation. You know what I mean? Like 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 maybe they would be useless, but like I have a feeling that like this is scary enough to for someone somewhere to take this seriously yeah call a friend do you have any friends dude you should call get one friends get his someone front, to sleep with you his front door is mainly glass right it's like dude, a storm do not door. sleep there and he he put a new lock on the door right. while he was calling the cops dude this man can break into that door very easily right it's, it's not smart the next night he's asleep and he's talking about more dreams he hears something in the house so he grabs the knife and he turns on all the lights and he's facing the camera and he's outside of the room Aaron's outside of the room and he's facing the camera like is somebody there and he walks away and you see Aaron like right outside the door sorry you see Joseph right outside the door and Aaron doesn't see him really good scare it's so horrible speaking of have you ever seen okay so there's a subreddit called no sleep which is like where people write scary stories and occasionally they share real things. But the conceit of the subreddit is that you pretend that everything's yeah, real. Yeah, no that everything what. is real. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a man once who shared a video. He said he heard scary noises um, in his house while he was, or no, I'm sorry. He, he thought he saw someone in a Snapchat video behind him in his house and he shared the video and then like people enhanced the video and there was someone outside his door. And then he came back later and shared another video he had taken of like some noise he heard in his house. And what people realized was that his house had been cased by some burglars and he was at home, but the burglars thought no one was home. So when he came downstairs, the burglars were like making noise to be like, get out, get out to the people who were inside. And when they enhanced the videos, you could see people behind him, like crawling around his house, leaving. And like, it's it was so horrifying. And that was one of the ones, the no-suits that was like actually real. And this, I know it makes me look behind me every time but this this scene in the movie reminded me of that experience of like oh my of like gosh not that's knowing so scary there. yeah horrifying so fucking scary i hate that good thing i have like a one story house that has like three bedrooms and it's all connected by a living room so yeah we have that scare at the door and <laughs> you see actually you actually see joseph like run away like crawl right. away and, like in your story and it freaks me out because, like, at this point, I think Joseph is going to kill Aaron this night. Like, Joseph is here in the house. He's going to kill Aaron right now. You know what I mean? Aaron goes outside and he just thinks that someone, something went through his trash cans, which right, like a raccoon did. or something. Yeah. Well, something did. It was Joseph later on to be revealed. But the next right. cut of everything, it's Aaron sleeping. And Joseph is filming him sleeping and cuts off his hair. And then I, I thought to myself, because he says after this, after we see that clip, it's been a couple of days since he's heard anything from Joseph. So I was like, right. did he not go through his footage on his camera? Right. And see that? And see that, hey, someone's recording me in my house, like while I am sleeping. Right. Also, this man was like on my back porch earlier. He he does get another video from Joseph about Joseph being like, you know what? I understand that you threw out that first video because it was mean. But to throw out this and he's holding the locket, the locket. I was like, oh my God. So gross. Oh my God. And what did I write down? I said, I could only get, oh, 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 oh. This is very important to me. Joseph is talking about himself saying like, you know, I just, I never had friends. And I thought like, I, I could never be anybody else. Cause I, 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 and I wanted to pretend to be other things. Like I wanted to be an actor and I just couldn't do it because it was just, it was just all pretend. 
And he says, I, I, re, I actually re, rewatched this part. He says, I could only get off on it if it was real. Uh, he could only get off on it if it was real. So that I feel like has some, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the rest because this movie is about to sum up very quickly. But I thought that was a very important note is if I, I could only get off on it if it was real. Yeah. And he says that's in regards to acting. And Joseph also says like, hey, I'm going to be at Lake Gregory at 8 a.m. If you want to meet me out there so we can talk, it would be nice because I am really lonely and I need a friend, which I, the first time I could relate to Joseph, I am very lonely and yeah. I need a friend. So. And it also, it's also like one more, like, like Joseph sounds so sincere here. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it, like, I, I'm, I'm mad at Aaron, but also it's like tempting for Aaron to be like, okay, like this guy is now apologizing to me for his crazy behavior and admitting what the problem is. And like, that's really, it's, it's, it seems really endearing. And, and that's like, what's so upsetting about what happens next. Yeah. And even Joseph says like, Hey, we can meet here. It's a very public, it's in public. It's very wide and open. It's safe. Aaron, do not trust this man who's lied to you this whole time and say it's safe. I would have gotten the police. I said, police, you need to follow me. And you need to have my back if anything happens. Cause they right. would have, they would have clearly saw what happens next. So yeah. do you Aaron, know what though? Do you know, I'm sorry, before we go on, do you know what I think? I think no. Aaron is lonely. I, I think something that we, we, I can like pick up through like plot clues is that Aaron doesn't have any friends because he's not telling anyone to take care of him. He's not asking someone to come watch while he's there. You know what I mean? Like, like if I'm going to an anonymous person's house to have sex, somebody's getting their address. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, but like Aaron, it seems like Aaron is also lonely, which is maybe why Aaron sort of falls for this is that he, he relates to Joseph on like a certain level. Yeah. I mean, he peed himself for like quite a while. Yeah. And he, he's a, a sad filmographer who can only do Craigslist jobs because he's not gotten any real work in a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, Aaron, if he just went on Grindr, you would have found a lot of people who would have enjoyed your history yeah. of pee. Aaron, Aaron, fill me for OnlyFans and pee on me. Please pee, and thank pee. you. Pee pee, no poo poo. Are we in the splash zone? Cause oh, yeah, like, that. I didn't think I was in the splash zone. With spunk? <laughs> Gonna despunk your balls. Speaking of uh, things getting- uh, Despunked. De-spunked. <laughs> Aaron's brain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Aaron sets up this camera. It's in his car and it's like a long shot. It's actually a really nice shot. Right, um, it's beautiful. Yeah, Aaron sets up the shot where, and he's like, I got 911 on speed dial. And I was like, well, that doesn't mean anything to me because you should have just brought an officer out here to escort you because he could have right. at least had an eyewitness. Like, hey, right. just, to, just to be clear, this is my best friend, officer. I don't give a fuck. And he is going to be here for this interaction. He goes to sit on this bench very far away. And he starts hearing some like chainsaw stuff or a leaf blower. And he's like, oh, nothing of it. Like he turns away like behind them and then he just faces forward right and does not like i would have thought it's a very open area you would have seen somebody coming at you with a wolf mask on and a trench coat but i guess he didn't see that so soon after he turns back around he's just facing forward and joseph is there joseph is like standing there watching him and aaron is not turning around he's opening up his trench coat joseph and he's taking out an axe from the beginning Right. Which by the way, when you, when I heard the chainsaw noises earlier, I thought Joseph was going to use a chainsaw. Like what a great sort of twist that the filmmakers did there with that Foley work. You know what I mean? Because I really expected something more in your face and more frightening than, than just Joseph with an ax, you know? Yeah. With this still shot. Yeah. And so Joseph is he picks up this axe and he's readying it like behind him, like he's holding it up and Aaron's still facing forward. And I, I kind of like, I like shake and cringe from this, like not cringe in a good way. Like it just like chills from this. He swings the axe right onto Aaron's head and you hear that, that pop, you hear that pop. And I've cracked my head open a lot. And I just like feel something hit like that. But to hear that pop of the axe hitting his skull and then just, it's, it's a really graphic scene of just Aaron just falling right over too. Yeah. It's really hard to watch for me. Like, I don't know if it was really hard to watch for you, but it's really hard for me to watch that scene. It is. Well, and I think what makes it more uncomfortable is it's not like Hollywood glamorized. You know what I mean? It's not, 
It's not crazy gory. You're not getting shaky cam and like screaming. It's just like very still and it's one quick swing. And like, it's, it's just very neutral. I think a lot of horror movies purposely tell you how to feel about what's happening. They use shaky camera, they use lots of quick cuts. There's like ominous music. They're, they're informing you that what's happening is horrifying, right? But this shot is so neutral. There is no- And kind of peaceful too. Yeah, it's very sterile. There's no background music. It's silent except for the thud into the head. And it's it's really unsettling because like, it doesn't tell you, like, like it, uh, uh, it, as, a, as a person who's conditioned after having seen a lot of movies to expect something to be like, isn't this scary? Oh my God. It's like even more scary that it's not saying that. Yeah. You know what I mean, because, and I think that reflects how Joseph feels about it, that like Joseph is at peace here. Like Joseph in murdering somebody is when Joseph is at peace. And so like, it like reflects like how Joseph feels in this moment, which is just so scary. Yeah, and and it cuts to like Joseph watching this footage and he's like, it gets good every time I watch it. So you can tell he's like getting off on it. And the following scenes, you see Joseph, which we don't know if that's his real name. He's on the phone and he's like, hey, Bill here. I just wanted to tell you that, you you know, you just come here with a camera. I just need eight hours of your day. So you can tell he does this a lot and he goes to put that footage with Aaron away. Mm-hmm. And it's just in a cabinet full of like, hundreds of other tapes people's names on them yeah so you can you see that he's done this several times yeah and i I, that's why i thought that what he said was important when he said i could only get off on it if it was real so he was probably in the space of where he was hooking up with people or doing role-playing stuff of you know being like murdering someone until until he finally was just like i'm gonna kill somebody it's escalated. And, and it's going to be great. So uh, that's scary. I don't recommend. Oh, I do recommend. You should watch it. It's horrible. Well, yeah, I do recommend. I just don't recommend men. Uh, but oh. I do recommend this movie. That's why I said I watched it like three times because I was like with my friend and I was like, let's watch this movie. It's good. I went with my other friends like, hey, let's watch this movie. It's good. Yeah, it's really fucking good. I like the second one too. And it actually made me after watching the first one, I was like, I think I kind of want to rewatch the second one. Yeah. Yeah. The second one really takes the the idea that they explore in the first movie and like turns it on its head a little bit in a really exciting way. Yeah. It's very good. But anyways, Gilda, your final thoughts on this movie, go. Um, this movie is really, really horrifying. It's very scary and it seems so real. It seems like it could happen to anybody. So if you like things like that, if you like things that are, uh, home invasion, things that feel like they could happen to you, things that are in your backyard. This is an A-plus scary movie. Mark Duplass's performance is exceptional. And it was directed by um, Aaron, by Patrick Rice, and the script is technically done by Patrick and Mark because they improvised almost everything. Right. And, and Mark produced it. Come on. And they probably made a lot of money off of this little film. Yeah, girl, because there was no budget. It was It's tiny. They didn't need a budget. It's brilliant. Except for that last scene with the axe. Like that, that is hard. It was very like much like, like that's how it sounded right. when the axe hit his head. So. Uh-huh. Woof. Now, Gilda, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Venmo, Grinder, Grubhub, and Ashley Madison at Gilda Wabbit. You can also find me on GildaWabba.com or Patreon.com slash GildaWabbit. What about you? Where can we find you? You can find me on most platforms under T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. That's Tara Card. And you can find this podcast under Stay on the Line podcast on Instagram and Stay on the Line TC on Twitter. And guys, hey, make sure you leave a review on this podcast on iTunes. I don't even watch, I don't even listen from iTunes. I listen from, I yeah, I listen to my own podcast and what, and what? I listen to it on Spotify though. And you can't leave reviews there. But if you have a product, like an Apple product or any place where you can leave a review, please leave a review and a rating. I, the feedback is very good. Yeah, you guys, I, I have an inoperable brain tumor and um, I'm, I'm leaving behind uh, a young child who I'll never get to meet. And the only thing this child will have of me is this podcast. So please rate and review it so that other people can see it because it's, it's just really important to me that it gets out. What child you ain't getting these guts yet, baby, you know, I'll be <laughs> knocking them up left and right. Light them up front to back. I'm sending bitches home like a heart attack. Ah! I hear your reference and um, I raise you a Tamisha Iman is coming, it's coming for, you. for you to show the world what, what I, can, I do. can do. I bought her slides. I'm still waiting for them. So yeah, I hear she has some shipping issues because so many people bought stuff. 
Um, yeah. But I'm excited for her. But That's good so cool. on her. Yeah, Chara, uh, thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it. I'm glad that you came onto the podcast and talked to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll come on anytime. You come better. On, podcast. Oh, we will sure last in this moment. If you review us on iTunes. Can't you believe? Oh, you'll start screaming when you watch all of these scary movies. Ba-dum, oh my God. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Stay on On The Line Podcast. Stay on On The Line Podcast. Stay on. There's a Honestly, delay in our sounds too. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> we need a, we need a, um, oh, you know what? I need to make a jingle now. So, all right. Until next time, make sure y'all stay on the line. Yes. Bye. Bye, loves. You're supposed to say bye. Mm, bye. bye. Okay.